start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. It begins in Orlando, Florida, and travels steadily to the west, beaming across North America and planet Earth and into your head. The world of safety never stops. And now, the Safety FM podcast and broadcast with Dr. Jay Allen. We are streaming live from the Safety FM Roadshow now. Okay, here we go. We are coming to you live from the ACFS Safety Day 2021. And I have to tell you, I am so excited because this has been a long time in the making. I know that you've talked about this because I had Sheldon Primus on in person. And finally, I can say I am physically able to touch Sam Goodman here live We're at here. ACFS Safety Day 2021. How are you, sir? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm just pumped to be in the uh, the sunny, beautiful FLA USA, man. This is cool. So I am so glad that you were able to make it down. We're able to be finally here in person. This is my first event in person, meaning outside of the normal group of people that I hang out with probably in about a year. How about for you? Yeah, ab- absolutely the same. Other than just like sneaking off and doing stuff, you know, just normal travel. This is kind of cool to, uh, I never thought I'd say that. It's cool to do work travel stuff. That's, that's, <laughs> so that's I, so I, I'm glad that I was able to sneak you in ahead of time. And I don't even know if I'm supposed to do this, but you haven't even done your presentation that you're doing no. for the ACFS no. today. So how are you excited about this? I mean, this is the first event that I've been to that has not been a professional boxing event right. that has a ring. So what are you thinking? Yeah, I think it's super cool, right? I mean, this I walk in, I see this gigantic boxing ring. I heard rumors of it, it and there it is. So I, I don't know. I'm a nerd. It's, it's going to be really cool just to just to be in it. <laughs> so I, I want to do, like, the thing. I want to, like, run up, climb on the ropes, like, beat on my chest, like, bounce off either side. But I guess it's boxing, not wrestling, so I don't, I don't know. Well, I was wondering, could you possibly do that? Could you get away with actually standing in the corner, you know, after, like, somebody wins a belt or something, you know, just yeah. kind of doing the pumping yeah. thing? Well, I don't know. I was just hoping to get to, like, throw T-shirts out, you know. It'd be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about it. Let's talk about a lot. you got a lot going on today. So besides that you have yeah. this going on, you have Safety Sucks, the manifesto version coming out today. Or actually, it came out last night. A little ahead of schedule which is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, already trending at number one yeah. of new releases. So tell us, tell us, tell us what's what's going on different, What's what it's about for those people that enjoyed you know, the first one, mm-hmm. and maybe it's for some of the people that haven't heard of the first one. What is the second one about? Yeah, so it, that happened. It came out a little early, which was awesome, as you said. I, it's I woke a good problem. Up, yeah, <laughs> I, woke up this, I woke up this morning to discover that it was trending at the number one hot new release in a couple of different categories, which is just awesome, right? I can't say that's not awesome, right? So I woke up with this big smile on my face. Number one, excited to be here. Number two, excited to see that. Just kind of made my day. But yeah, so if the first book, if you haven't heard of Safety Sucks, uh, the BS in the state of profession they don't tell you about, 
it's a really it's a deep dive down this rabbit hole of the sucks that reside within the professional practice of safety. It, it's kind of that. And when you get to the manifesto, safety sucks the manifesto. It really takes a much deeper dive into in Ian and I, Ian's my co-author, Ian Allison, in our opinion, to where those sucks stem from. But not only as it relates to the professional practice of safety, but just how we suck at worker safety in general. Right, so it, it's it's much wider, and it's 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 a blast. I've got to tell you, I kind of tooting our own horn here a little bit. It's just a fun read too. So for those folks that did dig into the original Safety Sucks, you know that we like to keep it lighthearted. You know that we like to take some jabs, and I'll say we like to body slam maybe some more traditional safety things, um, and we do exactly that. And so so let's talk about the difference between the first and second. So you decided to go with a co-author this time, right? So right. why the decision? I mean, and you've put out three books at this point few, pr- yeah. prior to prior to this one. Right. So why why the co-author? So Ian and I, number one, just just great friends. So but. To kind of expand on that, it's this. Every time we would get together, and we've done a bunch of podcasts together, we've done a bunch of stuff like that, and we've worked professionally together in the past as well. It seems like every time that we hang out and we start down the rabbit hole of talking about safety at work in general or work within the safety profession, we find ourselves in these hour-long conversations and just great stuff. And finally, one day, I'm like, we're going to write all this down. And that's kind of what we did, right? We went down this path of actually writing it down and uh, enjoy. That's that's really what I can say there. But as far as uh, another reason for the co-author uh, is I get a little wild and out there. And I, that's a good thing. I'm going to say that's a good thing, at least from my perspective. Um, <laughs> but Ian, Ian is a good kind of, not opposite, but a good grounding effect. And this is self-exclaimed, you know, from himself. But so we, we help to balance each other's ideas out. We help to challenge each other's ideas. We help to, um, he might pull me a little bit closer to ground and I'll drag him to the sky, right? So it's, it's that, it's, it's that dynamic. And I think you'll feel that come through to where you might get a really big wild idea thrown on you. Uh, but then we ground that in solid business practice and we ground that uh, in actual doability. So here's the question then. Who ends up doing the editing when it's when the when the manifesto is done? Uh, both. Okay. Because I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was like, you own the publisher, so how does that work? You know, it, it worked out really well. It worked out really, really well. Um, the one thing that I'll say about the manifesto, and we started out not necessarily with this idea in mind, but it's just kind of, you know, how stuff just kind of magically happens. Um, every chapter within the manifesto could stand on its own legs. So it flows together. But what was nice, and I say that because it made the editing super easy, is that if you take any particular chapter, you could rip it out of the book, read it, and gain something from it without reading the rest of the book if you want to. So you could flip through the book, pick a chapter, read it. You're going, you're going to get something out of it without feeling like you need to read the entire book. So it, th- cool. was this done intentionally? About halfway through, we switched. <laughs> yeah. back, back, back to ease of editing. <laughs> well, but, but let's talk about it. I mean, the first book was so excellent, and it, it really kind of it gave the FU to the industry. Yeah. I mean, and that's... that's that's how it came across it, and that was the intent. Yeah. With the manifesto, is that kind of still the continuation to Somewhat. what's going Somewhat. Um, so to kind of boil that down into something, uh, the way that I've described it to others is that uh, if safety sucks, um, kind of more of the problem statement, the original book, at least as it relates to the profession. Um, safety sucks the manifesto is at least, I won't say the cure, but it's at least how we can make safety maybe suck a little bit less, okay. right? So if, if you have kind of the first book as the problem statement, the second book dives into at least how we can start to fix some of that. 
at what point did you come up with the idea for the manifesto? Because I mean, you are you are one of the most creative people that I know. You're constantly putting out That's new scary. version of new versions of content. <laughs> no, let's be, let's be realistic. I mean, you've done books, blogs, podcasts. I mean, you even delved into some scary stuff. Yeah, for sure. You know, the the idea, um, like I said, it was really born out of those conversations. Um, the whole idea for the manifesto is we kind of exactly wanted that, right? We started with the fu. And this is, this is our manifesto moving forward, right? This is how we can make, at the very least, safety suck a little bit less for the people that it's supposed to help that we forget about so often, right? The fact that these, this is actually supposed to help people. Uh, and then for the folks that actually practice safety, that their life shouldn't be miserable either, right? So that's kind of how we kind of landed on the manifesto side to go extreme because I think that's exactly where we need to go in our industry. Um, so much of what we dive into in the book is about how we have constantly embraced safe, air quotes, safe mediocrity over innovation for so long in our world. Uh, and it's literally crippling our companies and quite often crippling our people. Right, so it's that, right? It's, it's moving past all of that. So, so we have some questions coming in. We have some questions coming in. So the manifesto we're referring to is Safety Sucks, the Manifesto. That's what the, well, that is what the book is titled. Um, so uh, why didn't you take the easy approach? And let me, let me kind of be an ass about this, where some people would go revision one or revision two right. and, instead of going full bore and re- doing a full rewrite. You know, so we, we brought out a kind of a little bit of a second expanded edition of the original book. Um, which it really just added on kind of afterthoughts to some of the chapters, kind of after publishing the original book, getting to have many, many, many more conversations with other safety practitioners. It was kind of the afterthoughts that I was kind of experiencing kind of after living in the world of safety sucks for a year post-publishing, right? But we already know the problem. I mean, we, and, and that's exactly what the, the, the original Safety Sucks book captured, again, at least as it relates to the profession, um, we captured the problem. We don't need to continue talking about how much it sucks. We need to start doing something to fix it. And that's really where we went down the path of, path of the manifesto. It's completely different than the first book. So as you're looking at this now, so you've done one on how the industry was not so great. You've done this one now with the manifesto. At what point do you start going out there that you're saying, hey, we're going to do, I mean, we're at a conference now, but when you can start doing speeches and really doing some teachings out of this, yeah. because... It, there is so much truth to that first book of there is a lot of stuff that's inside of our industry that people don't share on how bad it sucks. Right. So when are you going to go out here and say, okay, this is, these are lessons. I mean, I have a, a tangible version right now, mm-hmm. but how, when are you going to go out and say, okay, I'm going to teach this as a class. We're available 24 <laughs> seven. Just saying, I mean, <laughs> but so that that's kind of in the works that, that stuff that we're starting to do, you know, I've been fortunate enough over the past few months, um, you know, we were somewhat unfortunate, obviously, with the pandemic and kind of grounding a lot of us for a long time. Um, but especially over the past few months, as we've kind of built up to releasing this book, um, kind of preemptively, I've got to give a lot of virtual talks around a lot of what we cover in the book. And so, yeah, that, that's exactly the plan. You know, we'll just see how that how that works out. But that's the plan. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So right now. If people want to pick it up, are you doing an audiobook? Are you staying? Are you? I, you know, I had to ask that. <laughs> yes, we are at some point. Let me let me okay. say that. Um, some point is too broad. <laughs> so I'm I'm known for my, uh, and this is probably the one thing that uh, that Ian will tell you is that I'm known for like an aggressive schedule, right? So when I say at some point, it could be tomorrow. I don't I don't know. So. <laughs> But but we're working through some plans on how we want to do that from a co-author perspective and how to create something that's not just your normal well, well, chapter one kind of audio book, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're trying to figure out 
how we can do that with both of us and how to make it kind of sort of different. Because that's what we kind of do, right? Well, uh, I remember th- this guy named Jacko something that he, right. that he did a, a co-author book. Right. Have you thought about doing maybe a concept along those S- lines? Similar, yeah. yeah. Th- those, th- that's somewhat of the kind of options that we're exploring around that. So at what point did you decide there was there were there needed to be a second book? Like when did you say was it shortly after the first one came out? I mean the first one was extremely successful. Right, right. I mean and I would imagine to this date it is extremely sure. successful. Yeah, you know, the original book continues to blow my mind. I'll just I'll just say that it it it, it outperformed kind of the wildest dreams. And from my my perspective, just getting and what makes me so happy about that isn't necessarily the performance of the book. It's the fact that it's out there and it's generating conversations. And I'm probably I don't know. I, I hope that more authors and and more kind of public figures in this space would say this more often. But from my perspective, I hope that my work generates more questions for you than it does answers. Right? I don't want you to take my word as the gospel. I don't want you to take my opinion as the gospel. There's a million right ways to do the same thing. I hope that it's thought provoking and it sends you off on a path of exploring how you can do things better in your neck of the woods. Right? Um, but yeah. It's going to be interesting to see kind of how the manifesto goes. But with the first book, just the fact that it's done well and it's out there and it's starting those conversations. I get emails, text messages, DMs almost every single day. People sharing the sucks of the safety profession with me, which makes me laugh, makes me cry, makes me kind of everything in between to know that uh, that our profession has found itself into such a kind of sorry state kind of in certain areas, um, to, to put it politely. Um, but back to the manifesto, that's where that pushes is how... Our profession is far too cool, right? We have one of the best jobs on the planet. It's far too cool. It's far too valuable to be set out on the trash heap, right? And so much of the manifesto is how we can actually make it better. And not only the profession, but, again, this book's pretty broad. I mean, I would encourage leaders to take a look at it. Even if safety's not, like, the middle of your wheelhouse, right, go out and take a look at it. There's a lot of, a lot of solid stuff in it. So do you think that the title for some, mm-hmm. and it, because we're talking about leadership, is right. it going to turn them off? I hope so. Because <laughs> that's the people you don't want listening to. I mean, we, we have to, um, you know, I'll, I'll scream safety sucks from, from the rooftops, right? Um, but with that, does it mean that, again, we, it's, the purpose isn't to set it out on the trash heap, right? I think most folks that are turned off by the title, um, the only, I get hate mail, believe it or not. The only real hate mail that I ever get around the books are, are from folks that never actually read the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it Go sucks, figure. And, sucks until you cut off a finger, right? Well, you should probably read the book before you comment. Right. Um, <laughs> but I hope that it's not so much off-putting uh, as it is thought-provoking, right? Because it does suck, right? If you really peel back the layers, safety sucks because safety is hard, right? It does suck. Some of that is embracing the suck and understanding that by embracing it, acknowledging it, that we can make it start to suck less, Right. Back to this idea that we so consistently in our starchy, stodgy, stale profession just embrace safe, air quotes, safe mediocrity above innovation. Um, we would rather just lean into doing the same things hard and just say, well, it sucks. It is what it is. Right. Well, it, it, what I've been amazed about is that you took this concept. You came out with it. You said, hey, I'm going to wave my flag. I don't care. Right. And you said, hey, this is what's going on. And I've been to presentations virtually in other countries where you've been at speaking and I've just been inside of the audience watching you do your thing. Mm-hmm. Did you think you were going to have that kind of impact when you originally wrote it? No, <laughs> no, no. To be honest with you, no, you know, um, when we first started the podcast, 
when I started going down the road of the book, I never intended to write a book, right? I, I, I don't know if I've said that enough, but there was no like master plan to like start a podcast, write a book on this date, then I'm going to release this and I'm going to, you know, there was never this master plan to do this stuff. Um, the book started as a LinkedIn article called The Six Sucks of the Safety Profession. And when I published that, the overwhelming outpouring of messages, back to messages, DMs, emails, you know, I'm the lunatic that puts my cell phone on the internet, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it, it actually does work because I've had, I have sent you messages right. directly there before I had yeah. your number. And the, 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 the stories, right? And so from those stories, from those conversations, um, it really led me down this path of understanding that number one, like safety does suck. Like safety, safety sucks, right? Number two, the suck is systemic, right? It's, it's across industries, across companies, across borders, right? It seems like every person that I talk to, whether it was in Arizona or it was in Florida or we were in, talking to somebody in Kuwait, they had a lot of the same problems, right? Which led me to the kind of the third piece of that, which was we need to freaking do something about it. Right. There's long gone are the days where we can just say, oh, it sucks and that safety's and uh, we'll just live with it. Right? We had to do something about it. And so what I started doing was actually writing a follow up article. And then I started it. I'm, I'm an early riser. So I'm, I'm up at like four or five a.m. I'm watching the sun come up and I'm writing and then I'm watching, watching the sun go down and half of the original book <laughs> you know, kind of written. Um, and so, again, it never started this master plan. It started by listening to um, peers that were around me and started by really just looking around and understanding that we were all going through this together. And it was about time that somebody started screaming about it. Right? I think we just stay quiet for way too long and we just pretend like it doesn't suck. And again, back to kind of maybe the ways that um, the suck of the profession itself uh, again, I think it's just a symptom of, you know, our deeper assumptions around safety, the ways that we approach that and how we think we influence it. Uh, the sucks that we see as it relates to worker safety, same thing. It's all kind of coming from the same place. Um, but if we want to just better that entire experience and make safety suck less, both for the practitioner and the folks, back to the point that the folks that it's supposed to actually help that we so often forget about, it's about time we start talking about it. It's about time that we start doing something about it. Well, I appreciate you actually going out there and doing this because that was, I think that that was the biggest thing. A lot of people wanted to hold back and not say anything. I mean, and it's amazing just to hear on how that article changed everything. Have you thought about doing the adjunct professing thing? Am I, am I, am I hitting the holy grail here? Because I'm asking the question because I think that this is really a, a part that's left out right. where this is not being discussed, where people need to hear this. Right. And I'm, I'm completely open to wherever this crazy wild life takes me. I, who knows? Who knows what, what's in the cards? Right. Uh, it will be whatever it shall be. Right. Um, but I, I think that that would be a great place at least to see. And, and Safety Sucks, the original book, found its way into several different pieces of course curriculum in several different universities. Um, and for me, that was such a uh, – so I'm, I'm grateful for that. Not from the I'm an author and I'm glad to see my book there space, but because I started in the safety profession extremely young, younger than most, um, to the point to where any construction site, any power plant I was on, I was always named the kid. Like, just go get the safety kid. Right? Safety so, guy. Safety kid, right? But Yes, I was, Junior, I understand. Right, and, and to – so much of kind of my perspective on writing those original sucks, it wasn't to scare people away from this profession. It was, I think we need to talk about them before we just send people off into the field and go, no, safety is awesome. Right? Because my first couple of years in, I'm like, what the hell did I get myself into? 
<laughs> this is this is insane. I should have gone into like sales or something. Like this is crazy. <laughs> well, technically, this is part of sales. Let's, I mean, it's like sales and marketing and all that kind of fun stuff combined together. Right. So, what do you have going on outside of this? So let's 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 take a break back. Sure. How's COVID treated you? How's the world going inside of there? How's your world changed? And I know you did a, a pretty a, you did a move recently too. Yeah, you know. <laughs> As with most, we kind of hit like brick wall lockdown for a little while. You know, I'm, I'm in I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, yeah, we're in Orlando. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's crazy. I was all of a sudden in Orlando. <laughs> but you know, it, as with most, you know, we kind of just felt our way through it and just kind of went with it. Um, things kind of more recently, most of Arizona's pretty open. You know, so we've kind of. I hate to say it kind of back to air quotes, right? Normal life. Things have felt pretty normal. You know, things have been pretty normal as far as everything in kind of this world. You know, when you're writing books, you can pretty much do that anywhere. So that that's kind of easy. Most of our other life has gone virtual as with most people. Um, but we've kind of just felt our way through it and figured it out. And we did move. So we, we were living in downtown, middle of downtown Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and the pandemic made us realize that we do not want to live in the downtown of anywhere. Um, Cause it back to things that suck. Like that's great. That's great when like you can actually go outside. Um, but when you're in the concrete jungle and everything's closed, not fun. <laughs> so how are you liking <laughs> suburbia? Because that's a hell of a change. I like it, man. I like it. So we're to the point now to where we're like, okay, we're we're gonna. Our plan is to con- continually move farther and farther into the country. Right until one day I want like you know gates and fences and like compounds. You're not you're not going to go to Virginia again. Are you? No, 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 I'm just I'm just checking. I'm just checking. West Virginia? No, I'm joking, joking. So we wrote the manifesto. So the next is the compound, right? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go straight Waco. Oh, you went there. You, you know I am from there. You know I, I did gra- I did grow up in Waco. I lo- I love me some Waco. So nothing against that. So I know that I've taken up a lot of your time because you you have a speech coming up here in the next few moments. But I appreciate you coming on, jumping Absolutely. on. And, and having a combo where this is going to be our shortest conversation to date. I'm, I'm, so, in, I'm in shock. Uh, yeah, I think, God, our, our last podcast, I think. It's been forever. Yeah, it, it, we, mostly we, my fault. We have to do one. We have to do one. But I think the last one was like four hours or something. Right. It was ridiculous. Right. So this 20-minute tw- thing's not going to work. But yeah. I wanted to jump on, talk about the manifesto. Please tell people where they can get it if, they're, if they want to go out there and look for it. So the easiest place to find it right now is just go on Amazon, search Safety Sucks, the manifesto. You can get a hold of it. You can also find uh, Safety Sucks, the original book. Um, again, if you just go click on hot new releases under industrial safety, you'll find it there. But if you just if you just search Safety Sucks or Safety Sucks, the manifesto, it is available on Amazon and it is Amazon Prime. You can get it real fast. I'm so excited about this. So can't wait to take a look forward to it. Sam, thank you for coming by. We are broadcasting live from the HCFS Safety Day 2021 in Orlando, Florida. And we'll be back shortly after, well, if I can move my screen around shortly after this. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com 
forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms.